At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, it's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Nashville. Oh, good. I, <laughs> I almost got you. Kirsten. Yeah, Kirsten. Kirsten. I think you're saying it now like Kirsten Dunst. I think it's Kirsten. What's the difference? It's spelled the same. I know. That's how you say it. Kier versus Kerr. Well, how, okay. How do I don't, you know? I don't care or cur how you say it. She may, but she's probably not listening. That Just was pretty yet. good. Just yet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the cast tends to tune in later in the game, I feel like. They, they might not listen right from the start, but then they start to tune in and they go, I hear what you guys are saying. We've had so- a... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying we've we've had a couple friends shoot us a message and say, ah, "I hear what you guys are saying about me." Oh. It's usually fine. It's usually it's okay. okay. It's good. Well, Kirsten. that's the only reason I was trying to. I think it's Kirsten. You say Kirsten, I'll say Kirsten, and we'll cover our bases. You know why? Because we have Kristen. I think it's just the opposite. So Without, yeah. Kristen. So you do Kirsten. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Clearly, you can hear from the sound of her voice. I think she's getting better. I'm getting better, guys. Although we were delayed a little bit. We're a little delayed. Was that because of your... It was because of me. Like Wednesday, Wednesday was a, a lot of struggle for me. Yeah. A lot. And then you were also away, so... And then you woke... That's right. You were really struggling the past week, and then you woke I up... I cried. You finally, you you broke down. You reached your breaking point Wednesday night. Yeah, and I, but I didn't cry because of the pain. I can suck up a pain. I cried out of a frustration yeah. that it's not getting better. But then on Thursday, finally started feeling a little better. I think you had a breakthrough moment Wednesday night. I think you broke through the pain. And yeah, when I you, cried? Yeah, I think so. I think it was a healing moment. I think you released, I think you released all the tension and all the pain that you had been carrying with you for a week plus. And you woke up Thursday and it was much better. And then today, I don't know that it's much better than yesterday, but it's, it's not, but it's but just as good. Yeah, we can say that. I was hoping for no pain yeah. by now. That's not happening, but it's bearable. It's uh, bearable for me to podcast, which that's been the case this whole time. Am yeah, I right? you, we do what we got to do. We I had to it. suck it up for you guys. And we'll, <laughs> we'll peel back the curtain a little bit as we tend to do for our friends, just for our friends listening. It is Friday because mm-hmm. we were a little delayed and sorry for that. But with Friday podcasts come Friday drinks. So cheers. Nastravi. Nastravi. And that is the sound of whiskey because it's medicinal and because we just 
caught up on Yellowstone, and I think (laughs) (laughs) you watch that show. If you can watch that show and not have a whiskey while you watch, you're a stronger man than I am. That's a great show. It's a great show, and and boy, does it make me want to move to Montana, and I know I can't do that, so boy, does it make me want to have a drink of whiskey. I would love to live in Montana, but based on the show, they don't like transplants. They do not like transplants. They don't like transplants. You know where else they like whiskey? In Nashville? Nashville. They sure do. And we're going to talk about Married at First Sight Season 16, Nashville, in a second. Before we do, a little housekeeping, real quick, follow us on Instagram, at Pod. Therese and I teamed up. We put out what I find to be one of our best memes yet. It's a, it's not a maths meme. It is a 90-day meme. Yes, and it came out of our conversation that we had on the pot, on the 90-day pod. Yeah. Where I brought up Sister Act, (laughs) and then John didn't know this, so I had to play it for him. Once I did, he, like, died laughing. It was amazing. And he's like, we have to meme it. So let's not spoil it. Get over there on Instagram, at MarriedThrealityPod. Check out the meme. Like the meme. Share the meme. You know what we meme. Follow us. Message us. All good things at MarriedThrealityPod. New meme, who dis? New meme, who dis? Well, it's (laughs) it's mainly Teresa and a little bit of me. So that's Instagram. Also, get on that Patreon, guys. Join the Patreon. It is the time we are about to wrap Love in Paradise. There's one more mega episode. I think it's episode nine. It is going to be, the episode's an hour, two hours long. Yeah. So it's a mega episode. Get over there. Patreon.com slash married to reality pod. Why do I forget? You should know that. I should know that. It is married to reality pod. On Patreon? Isn't it? Oh boy. I'm gonna Oh oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. This is why I need to make notes. We should know that slash married to I think it's just married to reality. What? Let's see. Patreon.com slash married to reality. Oh, okay. I should know that. I'm going to make a note (laughs) of that right now. Patreon. Okay. Patreon.com slash married to reality. Beautiful. And we are wrapping up Love in Paradise, as I said. And then, well, tell them what they've won, Teresa. What do you mean? Oh, guys. <laughs> what we're covering after. The the twins. The Silva sisters. Twins the plastic surgery queens. Woo! And you can hear that I'm sounding more enthusiastic than I did the last time. Uh-huh. This, I'm back, bitches. I'm hello. back. Hello. Two sips of whiskey. She's back. I'm back. And I, I just want to say, I probably should have said it when we talked about Instagram, but... Thank you all who messaged me, checked on me, suggested things for me, what to do, not to do, and kind of shared their story about their healing after wisdom teeth. It's a journey. Here's the thing, and I'm probably going to sound dumb, but I didn't see this as surgery. I didn't see this anything like crazy. And everyone was like freaky. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Teresa, it's going to hurt so bad. It's not that easy. You should take it easy. Well, guess who didn't take it easy and who's suffering for a little longer because I didn't take it that seriously. If you require stitches after a procedure, I consider it surgery. And I've, people start asking me, like, how was your oral surgery? And I'm like, well, it's because please I kept, don't be dramatic. No, I kept calling it that. I kept saying but it is not just you, surgery. not just you, like my friends and your mom and your sister. It's like, how was your, how was your oral surgery? And I'm like, oh God, you make it sound so dramatic. I'm fine. 
Well, a few days later, <laughs> after I said it, guys, the biggest pain of my life, and I don't have kids, so I don't know how that feel, feels, yeah. but... I'm getting there. So thank you all. Thanks to everyone who checked on me on Instagram, on the Patreon. You guys are the bomb. Our friends are the best. And speaking of being the best, well, two little things we ask of our friends. One, follow the podcast. If you're not following it already, it's so easy to do in that way. Whenever we release a podcast, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, it will come right to your device. It's so easy to follow the pod. You just look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Gina's and Clint's ring better. <laughs> hunk. Hank. <laughs> oh, is it Hank? Hank is a hunk. It's not hunk. It's Hank. <laughs> what? A hunk is, uh, well. It's spelled A-U-N-K. I think it's called, I think it's spelled H-A-N-K. What? It's I think it's Hunk. No, it's like Tom Hank. No, it's Hunk. It's absolutely not. It's H-A-N-K. I'm looking it up. This is the last time I let you watch one of our shows while you're on your medication. No, wait, wait, wait. How are you looking it up? Swaldog. Oh, damn, you're right. Yeah. It's Hank. Yeah, of course, I it's it was Hank. Hank. It's always Hank. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Hank. Smash it like it's as hot as Hank. What a dog. What a swell dog. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, you guys are the best. Please do. And if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the main podcast, the 90-day podcast, the podcast that comes out on Monday. Well said. All right. That is that. Without further ado, what do you say we do it? Let's get into it. Wednesday night, Married at First Sight. Season 16, episode 2. Here we go. We got some weddings. The wedding bells are ringing for yes. none what? other than Teresa's favorite name to say. Shaquille and Kirsten. Kirsten. All right. So here's my biggest thing. I wrote down that Shaquille is 32 got and then Kirsten is 31. Got it. Kirsten was saying there are two red flags. Mm. He's bold and he's younger than her. Well, I could have made a mistake here because I think I wrote down everyone's names and ages and I slid it your way. So let's take a quick look here. Meet the cast and let's go to... Shaquille and Kirsten. Let's just make sure we got this right. Eris and Jasmine, not them. Nicole and Chris, not them. Shaquille and Shaquille's 31. She's 32. Look at me. I'm such a a quality control control. officer. Okay, perfect. So correct that in your notes. I've just corrected it in mine. Mm -hmm. And now we will move forward knowing that, yeah, there is a QC over there. Quality control. So, all right. It's showtime. It's showtime. Here's here's what I said from day one. The bald head's going to be an issue. I don't have that great of a memory, but I'm pretty sure I said this couple's going to say no on decision day, and I said it's going to be a superficial reason, and it's going to be the bald head. And whew, I've never felt better about a call after watching this episode. I mean, she's good looking, but she's not like, oh, wow, she's the best looking person ever. She's not. like she. She's, I think she's the best looking on this season. She, I like Gina too. Yeah, she Gina's is. a little much for me. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna if I have to say, Kirsten is my number one. She is I'm not saying she's not. She's a very beautiful woman, but 
I think that Shaquille has a vibe. The bald head looks good on the him. The bald head is working for him. But if a bald head's a non-negotiable, a bald head's a non-negotiable. Here's the thing. I, and I said it before, I repeat it. Attraction is not just the looks. Like if he, okay, if he was bald and then said, well, I didn't go to college and I'm still living in my parents' house. Right. That is like, sure. oh, shit. Like, no. But, okay, he's bald, but... Oh, he has a style. He loves dressing up. He loves going out. He's well-educated. He has a great job. He's getting his doctorate, and he's a nice dude. Right. Isn't that attractive? There, I think there's enough substance there that hopefully she can overcome the yeah. baldness. But, but love at first sight? No. Married at first sight, yes. Okay, they, they do end up going forward and going through that. But I don't think the first impression would be one that you would choose to make given you had a choice, it was not a great one on Shaquille's part and no fault of his own unless he could have a luscious hair cut and he chose to shave it. No, I think he's balding and so he shaved it and so it's not his fault, but she did not love what she saw at first. Well, here's the thing. I think I said that they will say yes on D-Day and here's why I feel good about it so far. Yes, she wasn't attracted to him at first, right? She didn't let him kiss on her lips, she gave him the cheek, oh, as she told the bridesmaids. Big that, cheek. Yes, but later on, she mentions that, all right, well, he's not my type. He's not a guy I would normally go for, but his personality is great. Like, he has other qualities. And I think if she can let herself, like, dive into that, right, get to know him, and they're vibing on other levels besides the fact that he's bald and a year younger... They can make it work. Let's talk about his personality a little bit because that for me was why it was cringe. And I, I love his personality. I think it's a solid personality. But he was so in love. Like talk about love at first sight. He was so in love. He was so over the top and juxtaposed to Kirsten's reaction to Shaq. It was uncomfortable. Like he was he was the pastor's hype man. Like as the pastor gave his speech, like, oh, Kirsten's friends and family want you to know she she knows all the hot spots in Nashville. And he's like, oh, well, we're going to go to them, too. And it's like he, uh, her friends and family want you to know she's a beauty and brains. Oh, God knew what he was doing with that one. It's like you don't need to hype <laughs> the pastor's speech. It was, oh, j- just uh, sit there and just and just count your lucky stars that, yes, like, you got a beautiful woman standing in front of he's you. He's like, God knew what he was doing when he made you. Yeah, it's like, settle was down. God? Settle down down because i'm not i'm not a woman last time i checked but it is 2023 so who knows please but i don't think women love when a man is like that especially if you're not into the man if you're that into if you're that into a girl it's a little off-putting like if there was some girl who was just like Met me like now. I love when you say like oh you're so handsome i love you blah blah, blah. i said that you're beautiful thank you hmm. but I think a little, not hard to get, but a little reserved. Don't show all your cards. I think women like that. Yeah, for sure. But this is a different, this is a unique situation that you're literally marrying someone in front of your family and friends and there are cameras on you. And then how do you act? I think you're just so awkwardly nervous that 
whatever you feel like doing, you're doing it. I know. So I wouldn't give him a shit for this. I think that's what he feels like doing. Maybe he's like, oh my gosh, like let me just be a little, try to be a little funny. Like just he do just, something. He wasn't reading the room or he wasn't reading Kirsten. And like, that's fine. Like it's, it's hard to do, I think. Like if you are excited, listen, he went to this for a reason. He's excited. So show the excitement. Like why not? All right. So. Let's do the vows. They wrote their own vows. And Kirsten goes first and she says, hello, Shaquille. It takes a brave man to marry a woman he's never met before. Today, I look like a beauty. Other days, I may be a beast. But now that I have you, I'll do my best to do everything you've ever dreamed of. I'll be patient. I'll show compassion. I'll give you grace. I promise to express my true feelings and give this marriage my all. So Mm -hmm. clearly vows I think she wrote before. She met him, obviously. Here's, okay, here's the, here's the thing. Was there ever someone who said no and they would just like cut the couple out? Oh, that's a great question. There's never been a no, there's that, never been aired, a no. that aired. Yeah. But there's been, there's, there's been a I know that person, which was fantastic. Mm. There's been people who've known each other and I forget the name. Philadelphia. The blonde girl and the bearded guy. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they ran into each other like a dating That he was running, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's been an I know you. I don't know if there's ever been a no to you. And I know like the classic, classic maths couple, Jamie and. Yes. We always forget his name. (laughs) Kirk. Hank. Um, no, but they, yeah, she was so turned off. Uh, But yeah, so, Doug. Doug. So turned off. But. I don't think there's ever been a runaway brider groom, contrary no, to the episode I, title. I don't remember either. Um, so she, you know, she says all the, the necessary things. Shaq says to my newest best friend, I'm Shaq. I promise to always respect you. Be your strength when you're weak. Be joyful spirit. So when I return from work, we're both beyond happy. I wish to keep the spark for all our days because, baby, we're going to be lit. I can't wait to spend the rest of today and my life with you. Nice. So they exchanged the rings, and as you said, a big old kiss on the cheek. Kiss on the cheek. And then this awkward hug where, like, I felt like he just wouldn't let go. He was like, maybe if I hold on long enough, she'll turn and give me Mm. the lips. Well, this is what I hope. I hope that Kirsten will think of the fact that she could not find anywhere, anyone else in the wilderness out there in Uh Nashville. Therefore... She went to the experts and they matched her with someone they think is good for her. So hopefully she can forget the bald head and then the one year difference. I think so. I think you can grow in love. Yeah. I don't think I would ever go for a younger dude either, but I think one year. That's I was going to say one year. Come on. Potato, potato. Potato, potato. Well, there is the thing. When I met you, I was 25. So I would have to go for a 24-year-old at that age. People yeah. are dumbasses. One year doesn't make it. Two years doesn't make a difference. I don't think. Yeah, it depends how old you are when you meet. Right. Like if you're, if in you're your 30, 16 and 18. That's what I'm saying. Big difference. Well, that 16 and 18 is fine. That's illegal. Is in it? A, in America. Oh, yeah. Ugh, America. I think so. And, and Chuck, you got to be 15 and up and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but but if you're in your thirties or late twenties, that's fine. But if one one is twenty and the other one is twenty three, oh, yeah, no, little, no, yeah, it's in college, out of college, I don't know. Yeah, in high school, out of high school, it can make a big difference. I mean, you do you guys, you do you, and you do whoever you want to do. All right, 
They, my yeah, favorite, favorite part, favorite my favorite part. part of the whole maps is when they chat after the altar. When they chat after the altar, and then when they chat with the camera crew after the altar. Yeah. Because then you really find yeah, out what's yeah. going on. So they're talking about sports and school, and Shaquille is telling her about his accident. And I feel like that she kind of like started to realize like, okay, like, sure, two red flags for me, but he seems to be a nice guy. His personality is much better than the exterior. I mean, if she was feeling this way, she, to me, she wasn't showing it. She had zero energy the entire time. Well, even she, when, I feel like she has zero energy, period. Uh, even when he told the heartbreaking car accident story, she was still, she was flatlining. She had no energy. I and think she always thought like this. Okay, Shaquille. Oh, Shaquille, but you were in a car accident. <laughs> yeah, she has a resting bitch face. <laughs> RBS. Are you are you doing my Captain Sandy? Was that your uh, no, impersonator? Don't make me break that out. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Shaq's going to be the guy because he's so smitten. He's going to let Kirsten get away with murder. Let's she's going to be able to do whatever she wants because she's so good looking and he's so into her. He He said... To to bring back the cheek kiss. He was like, I respect that she gave me the cheek because, you know, she's she's got boundaries that or she's not into you. But he's going to he's always going to constantly see the silver lining because he's so into her that, oh, I love that she won't have sex with me because it shows that she's respects herself. Well, I hope he he's smart enough to if this keeps continuing that I hope he's smart enough to be like, all right, well, this is not going to work. But I hope it will. I think he's good looking because... He's not bad looking. Because I take everything into the occasion. I don't just take the looks. Yes. Yeah. I think he's but better looking than Chris. I think he's better looking than Eris. I think him and Clint are the best looking guys on the show. Okay. Who else we're missing? That's it. There's only... F- there is... F- oh, then him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think Clint, then... Shaquille. Then Shaquille. And then I have no scale because they all look like potatoes. Clint, then Shaquille. Then we're missing a guy. Chris, Eris, Clint, Shaquille. And then um, the blonde one, the weed one. Oh, he's yeah. He's like a Mackenzie. Mac. Yeah, he's right McKinley. in the middle. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of Clint, shall we? We shall. Let's talk about Gina and Clint. Eight days till the wedding. So let's rewind. Eight days till the wedding. Gina and Clint were going to do the shopping for the dress and the shopping suit. Shopping for the suit. Yeah. Shopping for a dress and the suit. So Clint's friends think, I'm going to start with Clint. I don't know why. I have ah, him, I have Gina first. first. All right. Here we go. Let's start with Clint. I'm going to scroll down. Men first for once. Men first for once. Uh, it's 2023. Exactly. <laughs> Equality, bitches. <laughs> so Clint's friends think that he's ready. Like he's just 40 years old. He is ready to settle down and get a wife, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's take a moment and talk about his friend's hat. Oh it boy. looked like you found it in the lake and it's like a pirate dropped it in there 400 years ago. Oh, I don't even have a note on the hat. That hat I- was just like... What? Okay. What? Is, I, I get it's a vibe, but it looked like a damaged hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, so Clint is trying a few things on, and he ended up going for a suit, which I like. I like suits, but this 
grayish greenish color. What is that? I, I actually liked the suit. Now, I didn't like That's how, what I said. Okay, let me finish my thought, oh. Teresa. I didn't I liked you better when you didn't talk. I <laughs> I was a fan of the suit. Didn't love how casual it was. He was going for a maybe a beach wedding vibe yeah. because he's such a boater. He's such an aquaman, mm. a nautical man, right? He was going light gray suit, white button down, top button unbuttoned, no tie, which I think dressed it down a hair too much for me. I liked it, but you too casual. Here's my suggestion. He's a redhead, like red blondie. Mm-hmm. He should have gone for a green suit. That would mm-hmm. have been fire. That would have been Christmas. What are you talking about? What? Green. Green. Ooh. Like a dark green. There is. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no. yeah. I think his choice of suit was fine. Nah. Put a bow tie or no. put a, a, a long tie. But A long tie, but the green suit. All right. Either way, yeah, he, they passed over the blue tux, which, okay, may have been too much for him, but whatever he chose was, it was too little for him. Ginger and blonde people look great in green. You know it about me. I have green eyes, too. Uh-huh. I look, I don't wear a lot of colors, but I look good in green. Okay. If, you, if I have to pick a color. All right. Let's go to Gina who wants a little sex appeal to, to show through. She doesn't want to hide those assets. Here's my my um, point of view. The first dress, the simple one she was trying on, looked great. Okay. I loved it. The one she went with, too lacy. Too lacy. Yes. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It shows the booty, though, okay, which the room likes. The, the friends and fam applaud. D-nice. Was feeling it because D Nice wants to show off that boss bitch daughter mm-hmm. of hers. And Gina feels like it's her time to shine. It is her time to shine. And this is a shiny dress. It so. is her time to shine. <laughs> but uh, so. too bad when we get to the wedding day, it's D Nice who's stealing the show. Freaking D Nice, she also bought a wedding dress. <laughs> was it buy one, get one free? Because this. It looked like it. Yeah. Um, so let's do it. Let's go let's to go the to wedding the, day. Let's, let's do it. So. Gina's getting ready and she says this one thing that I'm like, okay, okay. She says, the higher the hair, the closer to Jesus, honey. Oh, you've like, never should heard we th- put it on t-shirts or what? You've never heard that? No. Oh, yeah. It's a big Southern thing. Higher the hair. Is it like an Elvis kind of thing? Yeah, a little bit Elvis, uh, Dolly P. I think, yeah, you Dolly have the big... Dolly P, we love Dolly P. You have the big... Oh, we went down a rabbit hole. If you're not on the Patreon, <laughs> Therese is like, do you know Dolly Parton always wears gloves? <laughs> and I was like, huh, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, like skin tight, skin colored gloves. Mm-hmm. And we looked it up and, and we got to the bottom of it on the Patreon, patreon.com slash made to reality. Got it that time. So, okay. Yes. Um, higher the hair, closer to, to God. Yeah, it's a, it's a saying. All right. Well, maybe someone else put it on t-shirts oh, already. I'm sure, I'm sure it's on a t-shirt. But Gina's ready. And yes. she's bringing her swell dog, Hank. And I thought that Hank's going to walk her down the aisle. No. Which is not the case. But what she did with Hank was even better. But between Hank and D-Nice, Gina's the third best looking bitch there. <laughs> right? Like, Hank, obviously best looking bitch. And then D-Nice with that dress, oh. looking V-Nice. And then Gina comes out third best. True. Be- best in show. Best in show. 
<laughs> what a movie. Well, Clint is also ready. He banged 65 women and he's ready to... But who's to, counting? <laughs> but he's ready to bang the 66th one and make it his last. Yeah. Let's put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, so Clint walks down the altar. He says hello to everyone. Double fist bump. Literally, who's counting? Who's counting? So I mean, we know people who've counted. Yeah, but it's ridiculous. 65 is such a like... If he's like, oh, I banged over 50 women, right? I banged right. over... 100 women just to kind of like you round it up 65 it means like does he have a little journal i think he has a journal or he has a bedpost with notches in it but if you're counting and you're counting that high like if you count to five okay that's understandable it's easy to count to you could probably do it in a single thought oh there's the five if you've sat down and counted to 65 <laughs> you've got some issues my friends and we wow. know someone who's counted, and I think this number was 65. It was very similar. It's very similar. And that person has issues, my friend. <laughs> There's All a right. reason they've counted to 65, and it's because they want to be the winner of that competition. And so I think, uh, yeah. I think there's something behind that number and, and the desire to count to that number. It's a lot of penises. I'm not even saying, I'm not even judging the number. Oh. If, you, if you sleep with 100 people, that's fine. But if you count and you've counted, oh, I've slept with 98 people. It's like, why are we counting? How, do you, how did you get to that number? Are you trying to max that number out? There's something behind the, the counting of the, mm. the number and getting to the specific number. As opposed to, as you said, oh, I've probably slept with over 50 people. That's True. fine. Like if you throw it away like that, that's fine. If you're like, I've slept with 54 people, it's very specific. I mean, if you get to 98, you better get to 101, just, like the Dalmatians. Get, do a doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the altar. Clint yes. is there, high fiving, yes. looking happy, being friendly, mm -hmm. and it's happening. Gina walks down. Yeah. Big smile. Oh, her smile is out of control. Big smile, white teeth. Clint's smiling too. He looks happy. And we learn he's got two sailboats. I didn't know he had two sailboats. No. I figured maybe the fam, he, maybe he's been on a sailboat or two. I think it's in the family. Like okay. if you if you sailboat, if your family does something as a family, you probably are deep into that. He's got two sailboats and now he's ready to set sail. On the biggest adventure of his life. I feel like if you're if you're into boats, you also need to love puns. Because oh, yeah. all the boat names, right? Oh, like, we love boat names. We love boat names. We like sailing. We're not sailors. We okay, we sailed for about thirty seconds. Well, fine. there was no wind. Fine, boating. We like boating. We've rented boats, we've sailed Talk boats. Talk for yourself. Like I literally get nauseous on a boat. When we rented that last boat, we loved it. Which one? The motorboat, not the sailboat. The motorboat. When we went out with the friends who counted how many sexual... The yeah, pantoon? The, the pantoon. <laughs> oh, the pantoon. Hank. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as it's not bouncy, I'm fine with it. But yeah. once it starts... I have motion sickness. That's what it is. Like once it goes like up and down, mm -hmm. no bueno. Okay. So the vows. Gina goes first. I stand before you today already having immense gratitude for the man you are. I'm thankful and inspired by the willingness to take a chance at love. I promise to go on an adventure with you. Hello. We're taking a chance, and it's the beginning of our story, and I can't wait. So she got that adventure in there, which I think perked, perked Clint's ears right up. I really thought uh, uh, up to that point, he was like, okay, she's good looking. Let's see what else is there, mm -hmm. because all he wanted is someone to share adventures with. A travel so. buddy. 
This was great. So then Clint goes, I promise to continue to make this journey as exciting as today. From calm to rough seas, I'll be a co-captain you can rely uh. on. This <laughs> this was wedding crashers. I, Craig, take you, Christina, to be my wife, my best friend, and my first mate through sickness and health, clear skies and squalls. Like, wedding crashers, <laughs> they did the same thing. We just watched it somewhere yeah. recently. Did we watch it in Sedona? We did. We watched was it, it in Sedona. No. Was it, it Sedona or was it Scottsdale? Ooh. Sedona was nonstop Fockers. <laughs> so it true. was Meet the Parents, Meet we the Fockers. We watched it so many times. It was on repeat. Well, it was, and actually it was the day that it was raining. Yeah. Where did we watch Wedding Crashers? Maybe it was, um. Was it Scottsdale? Maybe it was Scottsdale. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they were doing the, the sailing puns as well. It was so good. Well, and then. Here we go. My favorite part of this freaking episode when Gina goes like, Hank, Hank. And everyone's <laughs> like, what, what's going on? And then Hank comes over. Wiggles out. He brings the rings and then he goes to Denise. D-Nice, yeah. D-Nice. And he like lays I mean, I'm sure her name is. I'm sure her name is. Denise, but the way it's spelled, <laughs> it's like D N Y C E. Yeah, and he like lays down like the best boy. He's a, he's a swell, he's a swell boy. He's a swell dog, and Clint seems to like him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was it was great. And then there was a nice little wet one between the two of them, and and beautiful sealed with a kiss. And that's it. I do. I do. It was real boop. A real kiss. A no real cheek. kiss. No, no cheek. cheek. And Teresa's favorite part. My favorite part. Chatting after the altar. And I feel like they didn't they don't give us a lot. They usually so give us more. Here's the thing. They they got what I needed out of Clint. Uh, and even though he was being coy about it, we got what we needed because they sit down to talk and Gina immediately is like, What do you do? Because we all want to know. And Clint avoids it. She asked the question, he's just like Oh, you you bringing up adventure and your vows, I loved it. And I'm like, no, Clint, don't avoid the question. What do you do? And Gina, I'm so glad she circled back because some people would just move on. She was like, but, but what do you do? And then Clint was like, for work, for money. It's like, stop avoiding the question. What do you do? But he finally said it and it, it wasn't worth the avoidance. Well, maybe... He didn't want to. Like, maybe the f- company isn't happy about him being uh, on the show. And so he said he works for a tech company a tech, and he thing. does consulting. He's a tech consultant. Yeah. Right. Which, I don't know. You can get mad with me, consultants. But what is that? What is a consultant? I think you like. Are you a freelance? So you just like, I've t- when someone says they consult, I'm like, you make a lot of money for for what? What do you do exactly? And I'm not saying you don't do anything, but I'm literally saying, what do you do? I would have consult. to ask multiple times. What do you mean? What do you consult? I don't know. I'm not a consultant. Exactly. I, I need a consult. Like, I need what, a consult. What do you even, how do you even become one? If you're a consultant, call in because I need to consult you because I need to figure out what you do. <laughs> yes, but he, I think he makes a lot of money. It seems like it. Or he doesn't at all. And that's fine because his family has a lot of money. Yeah. I, w- I would say maybe he was trying to avoid it too. 
not to give anything away. Maybe they kind of told him like, sure, you do this thing, but let's keep but your work private. We Googled it for weeks because we were doing our research, trying to figure out who these couples were, what they do. And everyone else's job comes up, right? Gina owns a hair salon. But that's a promotion. She uh, wants Shaq, to know. Shaq is the director of enrollment, right? Well, it all comes up. cool. Who cares? And then, what do you mean who cares? I would be more, I think shy about sharing that I worked for a university well, if I was on one of these shows. If he was teaching, but he's not he's not teaching. Okay. But long story short, when you look up Clint, nothing about his employment mm. history comes up. So it just seems it was a little interesting. Well he seems to have a job and he must because he travels a lot. He has two boats. It's not cheap. But or his I'll, parents have Oh money. all right. Well um his friends mentioned that he is successful. Yes. So I don't think his friends would just say, oh, he's successfully living off of his parents. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's the most interesting thing that we learned. Oh, my gosh. So inter- this is my maybe the most interesting thing we've ever learned or has ever happened on this show. So Gina is like, where, where do you live? And he's like, well, one of the high rises in downtown. Which one? And he says it, which I'm like, ooh. 505, which I clearly looked up and found the rental price. And it's expensive, but it's not crazy. I think... A studio, well, I guess that's expensive. I was going to say a studio is like 1700 which is like New York City prices. So that's expensive for Nashville, I guess. Is it? It's a city. I know. How but much if is it's, like one bedroom? I think like t- low twos. That's not bad. Because hey, we live in New York City, you're oh, saying God. that. <laughs> think about Florida. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about Florida. It's, it's we have better. a two-bedroom, Teresa. Yeah, not, yeah. Fl- not bragging, but we have a two-bedroom, and it's significantly lower than low twos. <laughs> I wouldn't say significantly, but it's lower. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. New York City prices, which True. to not be in New York City is expensive. Well, I guess Nashville can be expensive. They have that stupid tax on hotels. Uh. When you like, oh, hotels only 150 a night, then you go and you get, you have to pay and you realize it's an additional $200. It's like Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Like resort fees. It's um, silly. The good thing about this whole 505 business is that when they're going to obviously go move into a shared apartment through mm-hmm. maps. Imagine that, if that was the shared apartment. <laughs> but when that ends, it's not like, where do you want to live? Or, oh, you work on that side of the city. I work on this side of the mm. city. Or you work in the suburbs or live in the suburbs. Here's when it's going to get awkward. If they don't make it and then you live Ooh, in the same building. Like, so yeah. true. But like, apparently they've never run into each other. No, I think, I thought she was like, you look familiar. Like, maybe I saw you in the elevator or something. Yeah. Very interesting. Good point. I mean, um, I don't think we live in an apartment complex. And yeah, there are people I see here and there, but also. We take the stairs. We take the stairs. But also when they pull the file alarm once uh, in a while at fucking 2 a.m. And then. When everyone realize, looks their best. And you realize like, oh shit, there's so many people living here. And, and I, so many swell dogs. That's why John and I like it. That's the only reason why we like it, because we get to see all the swell dogs. Uh-huh. We get to rate the dogs when we we're standing out the there dogs. at 2 a.m. freezing. <laughs> all right. Freezing in Florida, please. Whatever. Okay. Well, it's going to get colder. It's, it's January. Um, all right. Let's take a break. I think it's a good place to take a break. When we come back, my favorite couple. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. You ready to talk about Nicole and Chris? Yes. I think they're my favorite couple. Maybe I jumped the gun, but they're they're wild, they're wacky, they're no holds barred, they're not ready for reality TV. No. I think it's going to be good. 
Let's yeah. talk about him. It's like she's nuts and he's so naive. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking naive. Someone is, he, is he naive? He needs to do like stitch fix or someone who can dress him up so That's he realizes that he's oh my gosh. Let's just dive in. So dress and suit shopping. Yeah. Let's start with freaking Chris. I I thought, yes, I thought he was going to go full dumb and dumber. I I could see him in like the powder blue or the orange suit thinking like, this is fun. (laughs) or This looks good. (laughs) He didn't. He got close. All right. So first he puts on. Bright blue suit with a bright blue tie. And that's the issue. The tie was the issue. I no, thought about it. No, the whole thing was the issue. Like no. his ass well, it, it was so tight. That, and he's not that in shape. So that was horrible. Like, it, looked, suit, it looked so bad. The suit was not offensive, but the, the matching tie, because yes, if you guys didn't watch, it was it wasn't an indigo. It was like a bright, bright mm-hmm. navy, if that's such a thing. Yeah. Um, and the tie was the same exact color. You needed to offset it with either a black tie or a lighter blue tie, maybe a yellow tie. I don't know. But matching it, it, it went wrong. It went sideways. Yeah. I think if he kept this suit, got bigger pants and a different tie, yeah. it would have been better than would be when with. What he came out in next was awful. Okay. I almost turned okay. the TV off. Okay. He picked a horrible gray suit with black outlines. And like black piping. <laughs> and black, like, it looked like jog, like bad joggers from the 90s And that everyone I had. was like, yes, yes, this is it. This is the one. And he's like, oh, I look like a sexy bitch. This mm. is it. I'm so stylish. I'm like... Oh, my gosh. And here's where a dial turn would have helped this, okay? A dial turn on the tie would have helped the last one. Maybe black shoes. He was wearing these brown shoes with this gray and black suit. He has a horrible style. Horrible style. He needs to go to style school. Style.com. He needs to to take a styling class. Take a a style class, (laughs) something. But that was or get a stylish wife, which I don't think he's getting. I don't know if that's going to Which happen. maybe is good because if he was getting a stylish wife, she would not like this. Birds of a feather. Let's talk about Nicole. She goes, she's, she's dress shopping. She's sweating, sweat dripping down her legs. TMI. TMI. Too much information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to say don't go there. But... <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> but she's very picky. Everything is like a no-no. But then she looks at gowns. And I have to say this. The gown style complements her body. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like she, that's a good idea. Full the figured. Fir- yeah. First one she picked was like too much. The second one I didn't love. But then no. I was looking at it. I'm like, it's simple. It's yeah. simple and it's actually not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, again, two peas in a pod. Yeah, and I almost feel like I said they are not going to work, but maybe they will. Maybe her craziness and his being, like, kind of dialed back, they may balance each other out. Yeah, I said they're not going to work, but then I caveat it and said, like, he's probably so desperate he'll take whatever. I still don't know that they're going to work because cut to wedding day, right? She's constantly shot out of a cannon, mm-hmm. and he's not. But, but he's also weird. We like like energetic with his with his impressions and stuff. I think he's a little socially awkward. 
for sure. And she's not. She's out of control. So I, She's socially awkward, but she doesn't know she is. Mm. Well, I think they're, they're either going to fall in love or they're going to kill each other. And let me just clarify my comment. Telling the world that you have sweat dripping down your legs is socially awkward. P- people may disagree with me, but that's that's not reading the room. She thinks she's funny. And and when you think you're funny and you're not, that's socially awkward. Like being funny, sometimes you gotta think twice because I'm usually very funny. Hello. But I also gotta think twice because I do say Time things. Time and a place. Exactly. I do say things at moments that I shouldn't and something I keep in mind. Maybe I'll put a tattoo on my hand to like think twice. <laughs> that would be a good tattoo. Um, that would be an ironic tattoo because you should have thought twice before getting that tattoo. I think that's my new favorite tattoo. Twice. Um, especially if you mistake it. No, not about this tattoo. I looked at it thinking maybe I would get a tattoo in that general vicinity. Not, we're talking about our matching tattoos. We have matching tattoos and we're very proud of them. But if you listen to the Mass podcast, you know about it because we, yeah, we talked about it last season with matching tattoos. Anyways, um, speaking of more just awkwardness Nicole getting ready with her mom and just talking about like oh should I fuck tonight like should I should I let him test out the goods right like your mom come on Nancy Nan, mother Nancy does well, not need to be part of this conversation Nicole, Nicole said I don't want to bang him until he meets my parents it would be awkward <laughs> I'm like you think he <laughs> would your parents he would meet your parents and be like I just nailed your daughter last night. No. Chris might. He might. You think so? I think he's dead socially awkward? Yeah. Who knows? But anyways, she's cuckoo. Mm-hmm. He is socially awkward. They both are very excited for this wedding because Nicole said, I couldn't find anyone else who wants me exactly. in Nashville. So, or in general, because she's from New York. So if he doesn't want me, I'm meant to be alone. <laughs> So speaking of banging, there's a bang on the door. There's a knock on the door. And it's time for our first James Allen sponsorship. Not a, not a sponsor of this podcast, but a sponsor of this show, this, this television show. The James Allen rings have arrived. Yeah. So two rings, an engagement ring, and I assume his a ring. No, a wedding. Oh, his ring or she a wedding She wouldn't have band. her ring. Touche. Yes, two rings, touche, his yeah. and hers. Her engagement ring, she's loving it, and a gift. Yes. And the gift is a necklace with a moonstone. I don't know what a moonstone is, but she said it's a... It's probably a stone from the moon. No, it's not. It would be fucking expensive. Mm. I think it's a moon... I think a moonstone is type of a crystal, but then then she said it's a diamond. So I'm lost. Not good with stones a or anything. A moonstone is a sodium potassium aluminum silicate of the feldspar group that displays a pearly and opalescent... Schiller. I know about one and a half of those words that I just said. <laughs> but she's <laughs> loving great. it. Yeah. Uh, um. She's getting emotional. And she's like, she's like, no one ever put this much thought into a gift for me before. I want to, I want to get married this, now. Like I love the, him. This is the best person I've, I've, I've never met. Uh, I'm in love with this person. He's got such good taste. Here's why I think that Nicole is the perfect person for the show. Okay. Because she said, I couldn't find it. No one wants me in Nashville. No one wants me anywhere else. I want to be married. I want to find my person. She 
is ready for anyone. She didn't say, oh, I want him to be tall and blonde and muscly. I want him to be this and that. No, she wants someone who can be there for her. And that's really easy to say before you meet the person. And I'm sure they asked, the experts asked like, okay, well, maybe give us a little more information, right? Mm -hmm. But like the bottom line is she's not in it for, oh, if he's bald, I'm out. Oh, if he's this. That's uh, what she says now. Oh, I I think she's in it because she knows she's cuckoo. And if the experts cannot find anyone for her, she's not going to find anyone. Let's see. Let's go to Chris's room. He's getting ready with his brother uh, who may or may not have been wearing a pager. Which I guess would be the least concerning thing. What's a pager? A beeper on your beep beep on your hip. Maybe it's like for for an organ donor. My dad had a pager. Really? Yeah. Why wouldn't it work with your cell phone? Like but why not get a text? Might, my dad did have a pager for his kidney. I'm you not even joking. I know you're not joking, but it's the Czech Republic. You guys are way behind the times. Shut <laughs> it up your butt. <laughs> but why not just like get a shove te- it up your butt? We get a text when our package has arrived. Yeah, when? but like. Pager is something that's going to start beeping like, wee, 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 wee. Okay. Well, maybe text, it's a I ignore most of my texts. Maybe it's a pager. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. And if you were waiting on a organ, maybe you wouldn't ignore. Yeah, but like sometimes. That's a delivery like, you need. If people keep texting you, I'm like, ugh, I'm tired of that. You, okay. Waiting on an organ, you never know when it comes. But All if right. you have a beeper. All right. So maybe he's maybe he's doing that. Then a couple of new friends arrive who we've never met. And my only guess is maybe these are rent of friends because they look. <laughs> That's they, what I thought. Right? They did not look like they were actually Chris's friends. Or he met them somewhere and they were cool with him. He's like best friends. Yeah, besties. <laughs> you want to come to my wedding? And they did. Um, and he gets a gift too. It's a picture frame and a, a crystal ca- and a card. And and yeah. And so the first part of your gift is a blue crystal. I chose it for today because it symbolizes communication, fear removal, and connection. And Chris is like, oh my gosh, I'm a great communicator. Mm. Mm. But they're on the same page. Yeah, what a fuck, a crystal? I would get, giving a crystal is such a bold move because crystals need to speak to you. What if they don't? Mm. It's a very personal thing. Like if someone gave me a crystal, I would not like it. I would be like, can I return it and get something else? Where's the receipt? Exactly. Yeah, I don't think we talked about it on any of the free podcasts, but we went to Sedona and and Teresa was really hoping a crystal would speak to her. Well, I was just very curious because there were so many crystal shops and all these like Native American Indian shops and I really wanted like a souvenir, something nice. So I'm like, let's see, maybe a crystal will talk to me, right? Mm-hmm. I touched so many of them, right? And nothing spoke to you. Nothing spoke to me. Well, speaking of 101 Dirty Dogs, you ended up getting a Dalmatian ring. It's called a Dalmatian ring. It's yeah, a certain it's stone. Yeah, it's some sort of a stone. $5. <laughs> but that's not why I got it. I got it because it looks cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so then one of Chris's rent of friends suggests like, oh, why don't you do your vows in one of your amazing impressions? So, of course, Chris cycles through them all and they all sound the same. I'm like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? And here's the thing. I do impressions, too. And they're not good. And I know they're not good. And I'll say, like, they're not. Like, my Captain Sandy. I'm like, I know it's not good. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's funny how bad it is. At least I think. But you do good accents. Not, not Captain I, I, Sandy. I, I, you, think, I, you do. You think I'll do, you do, I'll do a decent accent, do I? 
You do a good British accent. I, I do, do I too. Do. Okay. All right. I, I do too, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that as good hey, as you. I, can't, I, can't, I don't mind if I, if I do another accent. But I think maybe they all sound the same too. <laughs> I don't know which I'm doing now. But I know they're bad. He's, he's bad and he thinks they're good, which is the worst. I think he's just doing impressions of people, isn't he? Y'all spare some air? Y'all, can y'all spare some air? <laughs> That's John's. That's my because we we went to no Kentucky. It's my Kentucky accent. We went we went to a gas station. And I think maybe we need some air in our mm-hmm. tires. Y'all spare some air? Can y'all spare a little air? It's my Kentucky accent. It's pretty good. I bet I wouldn't do my vows in it, but I didn't have Please. that accent at the time of the vows. That came not. for me later in life. <laughs> so okay, Chris goes to the altar with clear mind and clear pee. So they're all they're both TMI. They're both, they're both TMI. Yeah. Maybe they are perfect for each other. Nicole has a moment with her dad who then walks her down the aisle. Chris is smiling. He likes what he sees. Nicole's not even looking at Chris. She's just playing to the crowd. She's hamming it up. She's having a good time. She's nervous. For once in her life, she's, she's quiet. Yeah. And they get to the altar and maybe some people think the 505 apartment's not the craziest thing to happen on Married at first sight. Maybe some people think this is the craziest thing to happen. But I say, if this is true, you should have wrote the name in the vows. You should have turned the paper and showed it and proved it. But apparently when they say, oh, this is Chris, Chris, this is Nicole. They're like, what? I predicted you would be Chris. What? I predicted you'd be Nicole. And it's like, huh? I'm not that surprised because those are like basic names. Chris or Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole is a little... Like not Nicole, as, Rachel. Not as, yeah, they're, John is common, but. With an H. With an H. But that's pretty crazy. If you said you have one name, who do you think it's going to be? And I was like, I think Nicole. If that's how it was, then that's insanity because they, they both did it. Like, if it was like, I don't know, maybe Nicole, maybe Marissa, Jen. Like if you named Marissa. a few. Marissa. If, if you named a few, okay, then not so crazy, but. Give me proof. Like Nicola. That's like the Czech version of Nicole. Nicola mm-hmm. with a K. That's a very common Czech name. Yes. And and understandable, but still, if you said one and you were right, that's pretty insane. And, well, they, and said, that you, they both said they guessed it. And that's pretty Ooh. crazy. Okay. So then we get the vows that they wrote and, and Nicole says, Chris, I'm a woman of... Many, many words, so I'll try to keep it short. You don't know me, but I only make promises I intend to keep, except being on time. (laughs) Laugh line. I promise to respect your heart and emotions, encourage your hopes and dreams, make you laugh every day, because I'm hilarious. And lastly, I wasn't the one who picked you, but I vowed to choose you every day. Classic maths line. Then Chris says, I'm excited to learn about you and build a relationship. Discover your likes and dislikes and do the little things like surprise you with flowers. You shouldn't have to be in trouble to buy flowers. Dumb. Um, they say I do. And we get a lip to lip kiss. It's a real boop. It's a real boop. And they go to talk. And all right. Chris is sharing immediately that he's missing a finger. And and let me shout out to my wife because I mean, she would she would probably find out at night. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said like, oh, I'm sure you saw it when you put the ring on. But you saw it, Teresa, when he was suit shopping. Yeah. And we paused it. And Teresa, Teresa, eagle eyed Teresa over mm. here. That's what I call her. 
She was like, is he missing a finger? And I said, no, I think it's bent. I think he's just holding his hand in a weird way because he does everything in a weird way. I think he's holding his finger bent. And Teresa said, I think he's missing a finger. And He's missing a finger. It was like some sort of an accident. Something fell on him. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole hopes uh, it will work with Chris because he is apparently everything she asked for. Yes. And she has so many questions that we, she goes like, is he this, is he that, blah, 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 blah. But she didn't get to ask any of it. Nah. Like it was kind of like a, what is this chatting after y'all? This is not why I'm too <laughs> tuning in. What the fuck? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too juicy. And that's where they end. All right. And then we have two more that we didn't get all the way. We didn't get to go all the way. No. But we have Jasmine and Eris. They're doing the suit shopping, the dress shopping. Jasmine's with her mom and sisters talking about how what she wants in a man. And she wants her man to have seen a gym before. Mm. Wants him to be in, in some shape. And so she comes out in her first dress and everyone's ooing and on. But Jasmine's not feeling it. It's, it's too pageanty for her. I loved her friend's Emmy's vibe. The blue head and the bright green dress. That, what a vibe. That, that was stunning. She was stealing. What a vibe. She was stealing the show, but it's not about her. I know. It's about Jasmine. So it doesn't like the first dress comes out in the second. Eh, pretty cool. Nice detail. And Jasmine loved it. Her mom starts crying. And we get the sentimental moment of, okay, mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. So it's special that yeah. that she's able to be there, right? It it's, means even more. It means a lot to any mom, I'm sure, to be with their daughter dress shopping. But it means even more to be there for that milestone because of of her mm-hmm. diagnosis. Yes. And then we see Aris. He's trying over plum tops. <laughs> and his friend's name was Cheese. Okay. <laughs> Cheese and Harold was there. And, oh my gosh, I'm like, please don't go plum? over the plum. I thought it was burgundy. It's, I think it's plum. Was it prune? Was it a prune oh, I love red? Pr- I love prunes. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone was liking it. Nah. Aris wanted to try in another one, so he comes out with the classic black penguin. tux. Classic penguin style. You cannot go wrong. It's the one. It looks good on him. Yeah. I'm like, just don't wear the plum. What the fuck? Yeah. So wedding day. Mm-hmm. Time to say goodbye to Hot Boy Summers. Say la vie, Hot Boy Summers. Mm-hmm. I think he said the fuck boy, but... No, he said Hot Boy Summers. Really? Out of, out well, of... he said Hot Boy Summer, and then he said, uh, I can no longer can be a fuck boy. And his friends are like, what, you, you, you just going to drop Hot Boy Summer cold turkey? That's not like you, Eris. <laughs> How can you just go cold turkey on Hot Boy Summer? Well, everyone thinks that he's. this is not a good move because right before he's about to walk down the altar, his sister is like... Um, you know, it's not late to call it off. I have a car waiting outside. Let's, she hit, was, let's hit the clubs together. Really, like, forget about it. Really anti. Be- very <laughs> anti. But Eris is like, well, I have gone to therapy. I've read some books. So I think I'm ready to give this a try. Ugh. He's, he's just going to fuck it up. Let him give it a try. Nee. Let him I give think it a, she deserves someone better. He might fuck, fuck boy summer it up, but he let him try. Everyone's well, allowed to grow. Isn't it the thing that, that he, or someone, not he, but someone might be into someone else's wife? Yes. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. That was in either a preview or something mm. we read that was like something that's never happened before happens on this season Ooh. of maps where one of the husbands approaches another one's wife. You might well, be right. If you had to guess, if you had to guess, who do you think that would be well, approaching now, what? Well, now Who? that you said it, 
I think you may be right. It's probably Eris. Oh, and I think Eris approaching Dominique. Because I think I think Dominique's also very pretty, and I think she's more out there. Like she's more she's likely the one doing to flirt. body shots yeah. off the street. She's more likely to kind of hot play girl around. She's hot girl summer, mm. so I could see. Fuck boy summer, hot boy summer again yeah, together. Hot we'll girl see. Summer. Interesting. I like it. I mean, I don't. You, you hate to see it. Oh, but, I like it. But you like to see it at the same time. So okay, then we have Jasmine in the other room. She's, yes. She's saying a prayer with her family. That's it, and it's go time. It's go time, and we didn't get to see it. And that's where it ends. Yeah. Next time, bitches. All right. Speaking of Dominique. Dominique and McKinley. Yes. Did you just see them dress and suit shopping? But that's pretty much it. McKinley is going with a blue tux, which I'm like, no. Here's here. Well, I don't. It's not the worst. It's better than whatever Chris picked. Yeah. Here's my piece of advice. Don't bring a guy who may have been his dad. I forget. Maybe it's his friend's dad. Don't bring a guy who's wearing Crocs. <laughs> To help you pick out what to wear on your wedding day. If someone shows up and is like, all right, we ready to go shopping. And you look down at his feet and he's wearing Crocs. Say, you can stay home, sir. I don't think you're going to be any help in this situation. Once upon a time, Crocs were popular. Crocs were popular of like. Ten years ago. Guys, have you you felt how comfortable these are? It was never like, check out the shoes on Doug. No, they're the worst because your feet smell. It's terrible. It's horrible. Like it's so, so moist. Like the kids I babysat, they were wearing Crocs. Yeah. They freaking smelled. Yeah. Like, ew. Yeah. One guy in this party was wearing Crocs. That man may have said, oh, I think that navy blue tux looks good on you, Mac. And then, then yeah. there you go. Leave the man wearing Crocs at home. Like do a navy blue suit or do a black tux. Like dude, don't, don't. Don't combine that. Like the blue and the black were clashing. I'm with you. I'm with you. Dominique. <sighs> she that had like muff- dress did she had like, not fit her. She had like muffins on her chest. Yeah. It looked like it was not a great look. And she has big boobs and all that. That's great. But that dress wasn't it for her figure. That's what you have to think. You have to shop for your figure. Show up for your. Oh, show up or shop? Shop. And show up for your figure. True. Yeah. And they were both like one and done. They both, yeah. I don't know if we were just over it. The editors were over it at this point where it's mm-hmm. like, eh, we'll show them wearing one thing and that'll be it. But neither of them should have settled on that one True. if that was their one and only. Well, but that's all we saw. That's all we saw, guys. The weddings will be hopefully next time. Hopefully next time. I think so. I think everyone goes through with it. I think everyone says I do. Yeah. And then the freaking, I hate the meeting the family. Why uh, are you meeting the family? Exactly. <laughs> It's a snoozer. No, you met them at the wedding. Give show me. me more of the wedding. Show me more of the party, more of the talking after the altar. Don't show me the brunch. I don't want to see the brunch. Who cares? Show me less dress and shoot suit. Yeah. It's really hard to say dress and suit. Dress and suit. Really dress well. Dress and suit. Really well done. Dress, dress and, suit. and suit. Well, now that I've put it out there, it's easier to say. Show me less of the dress and suit shopping. Show me none of the meeting of the parents for brunch. Yeah. Show me the meeting of the parents or meeting with the parents on the wedding night yeah. when you're a little, little yeah. liquored up. You're going to let it fly. Oh, look, a rabbit. 
Like that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But yeah, we don't need to see any brunches and then hightail it to your honeymoon mm-hmm. and give me an extra day or two there. Yeah, things absolutely. Go, things get wild there. But this is it for now. That's this it for good. episode two of Married at First Sight Nashville. Mm-hmm. You did very well this episode, so I did not have to say. Don't say it. The nickname of Nashville. But all right. Episode two in the books. Sorry for the delay, but Teresa's feeling better. So that's what we're waiting for. It's worth the wait, we hope. We hope. Worth the wait. All right. Follow us on Instagram at MaryTriotiPod. Check out that latest meme. We think it's a good one. It's a good one. Like it, share it. Message us. Share your thoughts. Let us know what you think about the season so far. Who's going to make it? Who's not going to make it? All that. Make it happen. At Mary Thriality Pod on Instagram. Also, join the Patreon. Now is the time. There's no bad time to sign up for Patreon, but there are great times to sign up for Patreon. And right now it's one of those great times because you can go listen to all of our coverage of Love is Blind. You can be right there ready for us when we drop our first episode of Darcy and Stacy. So patreon.com slash Mary Reality. Thank you again for the reviews. We love the love. Mm. We love love. So thank you for the reviews. Let me just correct you. Oh. Not all of our coverage of Love is Blind. Like, we just did uh, extra. What do you mean? We didn't cover the whole Love is Blind. Ah, Love in Paradise. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. I'm like, don't don't, don't give any false hopes out uh, of that. I don't want our friends to get no, mad at we us. Did. We did Love is Blind after the altar. You are Love right. Love in Paradise. You Lo- don't really understand. You uh, don't really remember I'm not good this with name. Me. I'm not good with their show. We, we cover so much, Teresa. Just call it 90 day lip. Lip. Yep. You're giving me lip over there. <laughs> also, no one listens to this part of the show. We could do whatever. I'm, I feel like as soon as we say, that's it, we could, we could, we could talk about You should the- do like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, People better not listen to this. Yeah, no one's going to listen. No one's going to listen to this part. Although we could drop some secret information. No. No. But, Nothing, um, just in case. Just in case. Um, some of our real friends, some of our mm, true friends. Mm. We know who you are. Mm. Um, but, uh, Let us know if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but, this uh, is it. Let's just end this. Jesus Christ. Leave, Jonathan. A re- leave a review, Teresa, and smash that follow button. I don't know why I got like a like a more after dark voice going on now that we're at the end. Well, the because sun's no gone one down. Listens to this. No one listens to this. The sun I, is down. I want like a. I want to share a secret. Don't share a secret. Let me think of a secret. Okay. What could I? What kind of secret? <laughs> what kind of secret uh, could I share? Um, oh, here's the secret. Here's the secret. If I'm you guys, afraid. If you guys are still listening, we brought up how we watched. We watched a lot of Meet the Fockers and Meet the Parents mm-hmm. in Sedona because it was rainy out. That's true. It was rainy out, but. <laughs> I was also very hungover. Very hungover. Because we did we did karaoke the night before. And we did karaoke and got drunk knowing it was gonna rain the next day so that we wouldn't have to get up and hike. Yeah. And and I sang I sang piano man. <laughs> Just what the fuck? Sang, he did sing piano man. I sang piano man and I sang uh, Wonderwall. <laughs> All right, I've officially said it all. You have anything else? Okay, to- I'm gonna share a secret. <laughs> okay. okay, now I'm nervous. On the same night, I did shots, not John. I did shots, mm-hmm. and the oh, next yeah. morning, oh yeah, next oh, morning. Oh, this is so good. No, we should tell this on the main podcast, like or when people are actually listening. But let's share it now. This is insane. I was just gonna say I did shots, but 
the next morning, I wasn't hungover at oh. all. And you know why? Because I got so sick the night, be- the, the night oh. before I went to bed. Here's what I wanted to share. And, and this is better for the after the after dark crowd. So we did shots with this couple. Mm-hmm. It was a lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I bring up that it's a lesbian couple is because one of them went to go sing karaoke. And I was with her wife. And I was filming. I was there too. Oh, no. Yeah, she went to go sing. And the three of us were hanging out. Chatting. Chatting, just having a good time. They were from Florida as well. So then we kind of hit it off. So then the one, the wife came back and Teresa went to go sing. (laughs) And so I'm like, I got to film my wife singing. So I'm filming. And I didn't even know this because I was filming and listening to your beautiful angelic voice. They were fighting. The lesbian couple was fighting. And I'm like, why are they why are they fighting afterwards when we found out that they were fighting? Because they, they just left. They just too. left. Yeah. And we were like, oh my gosh, they were fighting. They left. What happened? We don't know. We're drunk. We finished the night. We go home. The next morning, I'm like, oh, I gotta pull up the video of, of Teresa singing. Ugh. So I'm listening to the video <laughs> and I go, Holy shit, you can hear them fighting in the video of Teresa singing. <laughs> And it turns out, I think the one singing thought like Teresa and her wife were like getting a little too flirty and they what? were, and they were laughing. They, this woman thought that you guys were laughing at her singing. Oh, and so when she got off shit. stage, when she got off stage, she was like, what, why were you flirting with that other girl? And you guys were laughing at me singing. And so they got into a fight and they left. You were there too. I know, but I wasn't paying any, and I'm a guy. Well, you, they don't care about me and I wasn't doing any laughing. I was filming. There's no flirting. She was British. We talked oh, yeah, about she Europe. Was British, and now my my accent. All right, we talked now we've, about Europe. We've officially said it all. I think we just shared secrets. No one, for, no one listened to this. I think we shared secrets for five minutes. All right, we've said it all. We've said it all. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>